there's a win for him, he gets the deal done, a win for me, I'm happy with the price that I've paid, and a win for the relationship because we were getting on well and there was good rapport going. And because we had that win-win-win in place, he was then able to offer very easily and matter-of-factly this extra add-on, this little order bump that would potentially take his margin from probably three grand on here to probably close to 3,300. Running a successful business isn't about being clever. It's about making good decisions to improve your important numbers. Matthew Day's been helping business owners like you get better numbers with advice, systems, and data since 2004. If you want magical numbers, listen to Matthew. If you want them faster, visit matthewday.com forward slash faster. Here's Matthew. It's a beautiful Tuesday morning and I am on the big walk to work decided to uh, leave my new vehicle, my brand new vehicle, at uh, at home today and uh, take a brisk walk into the office because it is such a gorgeous cloud-free morning and it's uh, an opportunity you don't get quite, well you don't get very often in November so I thought uh, rather than rather than jump in a vehicle and uh, make my way down to the office I would uh, take the walk in. So today the big truck, the big black truck that is parked in my driveway. We talked in an earlier podcast about the initial part of my buying experience with this truck, where I made inquiries to three dealerships and of two of them, I was phoned back by a member of their head office team to qualify me and make sure that I was a genuine person interested in buying a vehicle and what my time frame was of buying that vehicle um, and just sort of checking me out before me as a lead was passed over to the dealership for them to then follow up with and contact me at a time that was convenient for them. And that didn't really work for me. I didn't feel that that was a particularly great experience. The dealer that I ended up buying the vehicle from was the one that actually phoned me back themselves. And sure, they did that qualification step of making sure that I was a a genuinely interested buyer. But that qualification happened by the sales person themselves, and they were then able to have a discussion about the vehicle that I was interested in without forcing me to wait for a call back from somebody else. They just made that initial experience much, much smoother. And uh, you'll find my experience on that in, a, in an earlier podcast, but there's a, there's a very, very quick summary for you. Um, so today what I wanted to just share with you is a little bit more about that experience of the sales process itself. So having selected a dealership that I was comfortable to engage with and negotiate with and end up ultimately buying the vehicle from, the, the sales process that the sales uh, rep went through, I thought it would be useful just to share some of the experience of that because it's so totally aligned with one of the steps that we have in my five super simple steps to profit growth. You might have seen that online on my uh, Facebook page or in the Facebook group uh, that we've got this little online product that's called the five super simple steps to profit growth. And that shows you the five metrics that you need to measure and tweak and change and improve in order to improve your profits. And what was uh, really interesting in this sales uh, process 
that I went through in buying my truck was how I was on the receiving end of one of these strategies. And, uh, and it was only after the experience that I stepped back and... I'm near a road here, so I'm just crossing this road. Um, and then hopefully it'll quieten down a little. There we go. So I went through, uh, having gone through this sales experience, I did a little bit of analysis of going through each one of the steps and how the sales rep took me through from one stage of their process to the next. And uh, the one that I picked up on that I think it's really worth us just investigating a little bit more deeply is his average order value step of how he worked to increase the average order value and the step and the technique that he in particular used um, with me that ended up with me buying a bit more than I intended to buy. So as you might expect in any sort of vehicle transaction or when you're negotiating with buying a car or just going through that experience, you know, car dealerships don't have the best reputation in the world about being honest, reputable people. But I can totally share with you that this whole experience that I had buying my truck was very smooth, very easy, no pressure, no underlying difficult positions that I was kind of put into any kind of pressure situation. It was all very smooth, all very easy. And, uh, and so I'd, I'd chosen the, the vehicle that I was interested in. Um, wasn't too bothered about colour, so that's not something that was really going to affect me one way or another um, for for this particular purchase. Um, I identified the, the the make and the model that I was interested in, and really just wanted to to get a relatively off you know off the shelf vehicle, no customizations really um, on it. Really just let's have a conversation about this particular vehicle. We're getting towards the end of the month. Is there a deal to be done? Um, how can we make this work in a way that works for you and works for me? I was doing a little bit of research into you know, other dealerships that might be offering this vehicle and their kind of pricing um, and the ease at which um, I might be able to buy it from them. And we were having a discussion around this. And anyway, we ended up settling on a price um, for, this, uh, for this truck. Um, I think it was somewhere in the mid-20s. So it's not a it's not a mega cheap truck. It's not an expensive one either, and we were aiming for the end of the month to do the deal. So yeah, we're a couple of couple of weeks into November now. Um, so this was a deal that we were aiming to get wrapped up for the end of October. So it was the thirty first of October, and uh, and we'd agreed a price. We'd agreed the spec of the vehicle. We'd agreed when it was going to be delivered. So all of the necessary nuts and bolts of the deal were, were in place. And, uh, and so on the 31st of October, uh, we did the deal. Um, we kind of did the electronic the signatures of the, um, of the paperwork. And, uh, and, and that was that. However, almost the moment that the deal had been done, the sales rep said to me, you know what, Matthew, you've bought this nice truck. It's got the metallic paint. It's going to look absolutely amazing. Why don't you consider adding on the protection pack, which uh, is basically a liner in your truck bed. It's some 
mats in the vehicle just to make sure that you don't damage the carpet um, and a safety pack in there that if you break down you've got you know you've got the necessary things to be able to keep yourself safe at the roadside and I thought oh, yeah well you know it'd be nice if you had offered this earlier because then I could have tried to negotiate it but <laughs> there we there we go um, so the price of this is 300 okay and in the grand scheme of things you've just spent you know, let's say, let's round it up. Let's say you spent 25 grand on a truck. It's 300 for this protection pack. And that will just make sure that, you know, your truck bed is kept in tip top condition and the interior of your truck, you know, is looking, uh, is looking smart. It's not going to get damaged with you trampling all around it or, you know, half the Bishop Stortford rugby team jumping in the back and, and ruining it. So, so I said, okay, all right, let's just, uh, Let's just add that on then. So he raised a supplementary invoice for £300 and we went through and, and did the little extra deal on the side. And uh, the technique that he used there was in step three of five super simple steps to profit growth, which relates to average order value. And the technique that he used was an add-on technique. And the add-on happens right at the end of the sales process when you have pretty much done the deal and the add-on product that you're kind of like bolting on to the order it's also called an order bump is a product of very low value when compared with the purchase that's being made so here we're making a, a purchase of in the tens of thousands and this little order bump this little add-on is only 300 Okay, so it's it's almost inconsequential to the size of the order. But crucially, it is offered and presented just when the deal is being done or the commitment is being made. So you've decided that you're buying, in this case, I've decided that I'm buying the vehicle. The deal's pretty much done. But hey, presto, there's the opportunity for me to have a supplementary invoice added onto this order um, that will allow me to purchase this protection pack as a as a little extra so this technique of adding on the 300 at the end of the sales process is known as an order bump or an add-on and if we think about the margin that this dealer is making on the deal so he's got a truck that's been negotiated down by seven or eight grand already okay so that's seven or eight grand of margin that has has disappeared and so his margins might be starting to get a little bit squeezed. He's really re reluctant to go too much lower than uh, than the deal that we'd you know that we that we settled on. Um, but his opportunity to boost his gross profit is one of these little add-ons. So let's say he's making around ten fifteen percent margin on this vehicle now that the price has been negotiated down. So out of that twenty five grand, maybe he's making three three and a half grand. Uh, gross profit for the dealership um, on this particular vehicle. Okay, so he's got three and a half grand in the bank as a result of doing the deal. Now he's offered the £300 add-on, where the cost of this add-on must be next to nothing. It's a bit of preformed plastic that's being um, put in the boot liner. It's some rubber mats, so they're not exactly high quality mats, but they do do the job of protecting 
and a safety kit, which I'm sure if I pop down to my local automotive store, that I'll be able to pick one up for a fiver or a tenner or something. And it's not going to be expensive. Anyway, at the time of doing the deal, I was happy. I was, I'd, we'd made the decision. We'd done the deal. We'd had a good relationship that was formed. So we'd very much followed the win-win-win relationship where there's a win for him he gets the deal done a win for me I'm happy with the price that I've paid and a win for the relationship because we were getting on well and there was good rapport going and because we had that win-win-win in place he was then able to offer very easily and matter-of-factly this extra add-on this little order bump that would potentially take his margin from probably three grand on here to probably close to 3,300. So he's added 10% onto his margin just by making one casual, very easy offer to increase the value of my order with a product that has got high margin associated with it. So with all the pressure that was put on for me to drive down the price of the truck, he then recovers a little bit of that with this add-on. And it's very easy for me to agree to this add on this order bump if you like because the value of it is so low in proportion to the purchase that I have just made okay so it is in this case I don't know barely one percent maybe one and a half percent not even that actually um, of the value of the truck that's just been bought so this technique of offering a product of low value in proportion to the size of the original deal and that product that you offer is a high profit percentage product. Okay, so it's not going to necessarily make you millions or make you tens of thousands in this particular case, but it's going to take the margin that you've already banked and boost it by 10% or 20%, whatever the gross profit margin is of that particular product. So in our businesses, we should be thinking about when we're doing a deal of a reasonable size, not necessarily putting everything into that deal, okay, and having it negotiated in or negotiated out. There is some psychology behind this, which uh, relates to us feeling very happy and very comfortable when a deal has been done. And that, that period of time, that little window immediately that the deal is done, that everyone is feeling very positive about it, is an absolutely ideal time to offer something of inconsequential value, monetary value that is, based on the size of the deal that's just been done, but is high margin, so is there to boost your gross profit. Now, what's the worst that can happen here? You're not going to lose the deal because you've, you've offered this add-on. The deal has already been done, okay? So th there's absolutely no risk. The buyer can only say no, okay? In which case you're in exactly the same situation as you were before because you've done the deal. The only thing that you can have is an upside here, which is that some, probably not all, some of the people that you make the offer to are going to take it. And that is just free money to you. It is just free margin. You have this extra product, you're able to offer it right at the end of the sales process, and all that does is boost your gross profit. So take a look through your portfolio. Have a look and see what you've got in your product set, and what you can offer as an add-on, as an order bump. Something of low monetary value, but high margin, 
and high perceived value as well. You have to be able to articulate the value that this product is going to, going to bring. There's no point in just offering something that you, you can't articulate the value of to that particular customer. So take a look through your product portfolio. See if you've got some products there that you could use as add-ons and take a look through your sales process of perhaps the more expensive products that you have or the expensive services that you have and consider that when you get to the end of a sales process whether there is an opportunity for you to make an offer for one of these add-on products or these order bump products that uh, would increase the gross profit coming into you. So if you find that useful love to hear from you jump into the Facebook group. You can find it by going to www.supersimplesales.net and that will redirect you into the Facebook group. Join up there. You'll find this podcast in the Facebook group and I'm happy to answer any of your questions that you might have personally uh, in that Facebook group uh, if you comment there on this particular podcast. Hope you found it useful. i catch up with you on another podcast very soon. If you want magical numbers, listen to Matthew. If you want them faster, visit matthewday.com forward slash faster.